Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The season is winding down, so you know what that means. Projecting the first round for 2023. Let's do it on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Saturday, September 24th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And you can find this article over on the site. Scott, in fact, projected the first two rounds if you want to find out both of them. But we're just going to focus on the first round, Scott. And your top four picks, this is for... Five by five Roto Leagues for next season. You have Aaron Judge, Jose Ramirez, Mookie Betts, and Trey Turner, which I think will wind up being a consensus top four. I just, you know, some people might just change up the order. So, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it should be. Uh, I had a pretty easy time with the names, but less the order. I, I do think Judge should be the number one pick. I mean, he's such a a distant number one for for home runs and uh, even did contribute some steals this year. I don't know that we can rely on that year after year, but it, you know it's it's been apparent since he broke into the majors a, a few years ago with over fifty home runs that uh, that he's the best power hitter in the game. We're just seeing the impact of it more now. That means more now than it used to during the juice ball era when you didn't have to hit the ball that hard to hit it out. You have to hit it harder now, and nobody hits it harder than Judge, and that's always been true. And uh, and so that's helping separate him from the pack in a historic way. And then the next three, Ramirez, Betts, Turner, look, I, I think you could take him in any order. I, I value uh, the position scarcity for Ramirez most, which is why I have him uh, the first of those three uh, being eligible at third base, obviously. That's a position you're going to need to fill early. That It's pretty deep in studs, but the studs are all going to be gone by like the end of round three. So I'll get it done with Ramirez right away. And Turner, I'm ranking last of this group because there's a good chance he's lured away from the Dodgers, so he's not going to have that supporting cast anymore. It's going to lose second base eligibility, which is more valuable than the shortstop eligibility. And... I don't think stolen bases are going to be as valuable next year because with with some of the rule changes being implemented, I I just think we're going to see a lot more of them. So uh, that's obviously the main thing Turner excels at. So I'll put him fourth overall. What if that means that Trey Turner can steal like 40 plus bags? I don't think it's impossible. I, I think I think several players are going to steal 40 <laughs> plus bags. I mean, Turner before has stolen 40 plus bags before. That's right. So, uh, I mean, Turner might be able to steal 60, 70, maybe. He but is. Even so, I, I, I just don't think they're going to be as valuable as, as we've seen them in recent years. Yeah, obviously we have all offseason to talk about this, but Trey Turner has 25 steals this season. He is still the fastest player in baseball, according to StatCast. So 100th percentile in sprint speed. Uh, I think depending on where he goes, where he bats in the lineup, he, he, we, we could see him get back to stealing 30, 40 bags, something like that for Trey Turner. Picks five through eight in the first round for next season. We have Julio Rodriguez, Ronald Acuna, Jordan Alvarez, and the very, very polarizing Juan Soto here, Scotty. Talk to me about these four. 
This is a much tougher group. Not Julio Rodriguez. I think he's locked in at number five for me. Uh, he's got combination of upside and and not many risk factors the way somebody like Ronald Acuna does. Of course, we know Acuna has number one overall potential, but he didn't look right in his first year back from a torn ACL. Hopefully, an offseason of, of rest corrects that, and he's back to being the, um, the Roto standout we've always known him to be. So in, in that case, sixth overall would be a pretty nice discount. Jordan Alvarez, I think, is the one hitter in baseball who could approach Aaron Judge production. And I just said Aaron Judge is the top overall player. So I'm fine taking Jordan Alvarez at seventh overall. He's had some issues with his hand this year, but uh, is finishing strong. So that's a good sign. Yeah, Soto is going to be a tough one. Uh, and and some, some are going to rank him lower than eighth. That's... I mean, let's let's put it in perspective, though. I mean, he's had a career through age 23 that would stack up to anybody's in history. And we all regarded him as like the best pure hitter in baseball coming into this year. And there aren't really obvious red flags that explain his struggles. Uh, plus, the the shift reduction next year could potentially help him. But even, if, even without that, I, I just think we know Soto is better than this. And uh, we're not going to I'm not going to be able to let him slip to round two. The last four picks for the first round of next year. You have Shohei Otani, Kyle Tucker, Rafael Devers, and Freddie Freeman. It's worth pointing out, and you make this point in the article, Scott, that if you play in a daily lineup league or any league where you can get both Otani's hitting and pitching stats at the same time, then he is likely the first overall pick in that type of format. Um, but in the tra- traditional sense, Scott, you don't have a starting pitcher in the first round. What's going on? Yeah. No, I, I, not for the first half of the second round either. <laughs> what? I'm out on starting pitchers, drafting them early, which is traditionally that's that's been the norm in fantasy is, is to not take pitchers early. Just the juice ball era kind of skewed our thinking with everything. But we're we're getting out of that now, and uh, I think the high end hitters are are scarcer and and more impactful. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Otani and Tucker, I, I I think they're uncontroversial here at nine and ten. Devers and Freeman, you know, you could make an argument for different players there. Again, I, I value a third baseman early, so that's part of the reason I have Devers this high. Plus, I think he has the capacity to contend for a batting title uh, while providing big power numbers. Freddie Freeman might be might win the batting title in the NL next this year, and it's of course maybe the safest bet for batting average of anybody. Um, power's been a little disappointing in his first year with the Dodgers, but even so, he's been the third best player in rotisserie league. So imagine if the power comes back next year, which it very well may. All right. Again, that is uh, your first round for next season. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good. 
for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.